Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive in to the show. Today I'm sharing with you something that you've probably never been told, that I don't see talked about on the internet or on podcasts that often, but it is so essential that you understand this because honestly, it could be a game changer when it comes to you having boring, pain-free periods. So what are we talking about? We're talking about the role that your gut health has on your hormonal balance. And the two are really intrinsically linked. They're in relationship with each other. And that's what we're deep diving into in this episode so that you can be really educated and know, oh, Kezia, this is what's going on. Because if you want pain-free periods, if you want less heavy periods, if you want just boring periods, then you need to improve your gut health because they play a huge role. Whether you're in perimenopause, whether you've got PCOS, whether you're in the throes of menopause or just struggling with your cycle and struggling with PMS and struggling with your gut health, this episode is really going to help you to see what is going on and also share with you some of the information we've never got told. So I hope this is really, really helpful for you. As you are listening to this, I am currently on holiday up north in Scotland. So I'm recording this. I'm like time traveling as I'm doing this. I'm having a week seeing some friends for friends. Um, had a baby and it's her first birthday and just up in uh, the north coast on the beach. I'm going to be going in the sea every day. I'm going to be just having a jolly old time, essentially. <laughs> So I hope you are doing well. Enjoy this podcast. Also, if you haven't listened to the Beat the Bloat workshop yet, keziahall.com forward slash beat. If you want to create a flatter belly and boring pain-free periods, you need to listen to this workshop. It's free. It's instant access. It's really highly valuable. I share with you my three-part plan of action and methodology for how you can see some results in your belly and in your hormones and in your energy in like the next couple of weeks. So do make sure you check that out. Okay, see you soon. So the thing you've never been told about your periods is this, that your gut health massively impacts your periods and your hormonal balance. That's what we're looking at today, because this is something that just doesn't get talked about in the realm of periods and hormone balance and getting to know your cycle and the different phases and seasons of your cycle, which is all really, really great. But this is a key component that if you don't get this, then you will actually really not be able to make that much progress in terms of your hormone balance, to be honest. You'll there'll still be big elements of struggle because your gut health and your hormonal health really are interlinked. They're in a, they're in relationship with one another, is another way of thinking about it. They're not these like totally separate entities, like my periods has nothing to do with my poo. It totally does. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you why it is. And I'll also share with you a couple of like case studies with clients just to kind of demonstrate different ways that this has shown up and different ways this can, this can kind of manifest in people's bodies. So let's look at your hormones. When it comes to hormonal balance and hormonal health, and specifically here, we're talking about sex hormones that related to your periods and to your cycle. Um, there's obviously lots of other hormones that go on in the body that don't have anything to do with your cycle, but that's what we're focusing on here, your periods. All the hormones impact, impact your periods and your cycle. So when we're looking at hormones, we're really looking about what hormones are you making? And so your ovaries and different glands in the body create hormones. And so when you're looking at hormonal balance, you're obviously looking at production. And this is quite obvious. Most of us know this. We're thinking, 
you know, if you have a hysterectomy, you remove your ovaries, so you change the production of hormones in your body, for example. Um, so most of us are aware of this. The other thing that we don't think about when it comes to hormonal bounds is that, yes, it's about what you make, but because we are cyclical beings, meaning that at different points in our cycle, we have different levels of hormones we're meant to. That's what's healthy. At different points in your cycle, you'll have more progesterone. Different points in your cycle, you'll have lots of estrogen, low estrogen, higher testosterone, lower testosterone. So we're constantly in a cycle, meaning we don't have constant levels of estrogen in our bodies all the time. That's not good for us. Therefore, hormonal balance is A, about production, like I mentioned, and B, about elimination so that you can achieve these changes in your cycle. So how does how does the body um, shift and change? It needs to be able to eliminate one of the ways. It needs to be able to eliminate hormones that it no longer needs anymore. It needs to be able to get, get them out of the body, not needed. The hormone, or another way of thinking about it, I often talk to clients about it, it's like that hormone needs to be turned off. Like pop, turned off. Not need, we don't need that much testosterone anymore. We don't need that luteinizing hormone anymore. We don't need that pop, turn that off. So production and elimination, that's how you create hormonal balance. That's what, um, when we're talking about your cycle and your periods, those are the key things that are going to impact the heaviness of your period, the pain in your period, the regularity of your symptoms, your fertility levels, your mood, your, um, your mental health, how sore your boobs are. Your whole experience of your cycle is going to be your menopause, your perimenopause, your weight gain are all going to be affected by A, the production of your hormones, your sex hormones, and B, the elimination of your sex hormones. Okay, part one. Part two, gut health. What's that about? Your gut health, meaning your digestive system, or you could argue, uh, or argue, you could also say your gut microbiome um, that starts with your mouth and ends with your butthole. That whole system is really about absorption, absorbing minerals vitamins, proteins broken down into amino acids, fats, sugars, aka carbs. It's about absorption, absorbing all of these key essential, most of them essential things. Because the thing we forget is that when it comes to vitamins and minerals and nutrients and food groups, like fats, proteins, carbs, the reason we eat those is because the body needs them to survive. So if you have poor gut health and you're not able to absorb certain nutrients, like iron, for example, you're going to feel terrible. If you have poor absorption of protein, poor absorption, and you're not getting optimal levels of vitamins and minerals into your body, the body needs them. These aren't just like optional extras most of the time. They are essential for the functioning of your body. What other fun what functions do they impact? Maybe making hormones, perhaps? <laughs> certain essential fats, sorry, just kick the table, certain essential vitamins, certain essential minerals are required for the production of hormones, first thing. But what else has your gut health about? It's about absorption. It's also about elimination. So if we go, the, the, go to the lower half of your gut health, we're going into your large intestine, or even just thinking about the journey of food, stomach, and your small intestine, that's when you absorb most of the key nutrients. And then the remaining food or chime, as it gets called, slowly works its way through your meters long intestines. And at the end, that's when it gets all the things from the liver, all the toxins from the liver um, that have been conjugated or attached to different things, should we say, it's mainly bile, that is what gets, basically what forms poo. Let's just put it really simply. And so it's part of your gut health, it's also part of eliminating these, 
the end process of your detox pathways is the elimination of stuff out of your body that your body just doesn't need. It's where the liver has spent some time converting various toxins, conjugating them, adding them to things like bile so that you can either pee them out, but in this case, we're talking about pooping them out so that you can nicely just keep toxins out of your body. So that's what gut health. So you can probably already start to see how these two are intrinsically linked and why they both really require each other in order to, to, to thrive. And what I see a lot of the time with clients is often they come to me and one of these things is the worst. So it might be their gut health is the worst, causing them the most pain and discomfort. And their hormones aren't great, but it's not their main problem. Their hormones could be better, but it's not awful. Or the other way around, their hormones are awful, heavy, painful, horrendous, irregular, like just really bad. And they're not really bloated and they poop every day. So they're a bit like, well, I don't really have gut health issues. It's mainly like it's just my hormones or my menopause or perimenopause, like really awful. Um, but often when we start working together, we realize there's imbalances with both to varying degrees. Because if let's talk about your gut health. You absorb certain nutrients, like I mentioned before, required for hormones, vitamins, minerals, fats, amino acids, carbs, all of these things that are really like, you could argue part of your raw materials for hormone production. Yes, the body makes things like cholesterol, which is like the building block of your hormones, but it is impacted by your ability to absorb those essential nutrients and resources or fuel which is what food is, which is what eating, part of what eating is. So there's that gut health aspect. There's also the elimination part of gut health. So your hormones need to get, let's call it turned off and they need to go somewhere. They need to get out of your body. Otherwise you can imagine if you get a lot of hormones just hanging around, you change the balance of your hormones. You get X, like you get what often can be called like estrogen dominance. You, you're not clearing these hormones properly. And this isn't, this is, it's, I'm using more metaphorical language here. It's not necessarily exactly how it works in the body, but it can be really helpful visual. You've turned off these hormones. You need to get them rid out of the body. Otherwise they, they change the balance. You know, if you imagine if like you're trying to like clean your water supply, you don't just want like a little bit of poo left in there. You want it all gone. That's a terrible example actually. <laughs> anyway, um, so your gut health is part of that final elimination. Hormones getting turned off, they'll go to the liver, they get converted through phase one and phase two um, detox pathways in the liver. Phase three detoxification is this, when is when I say essentially these toxins get attached to poo. Let's just say that because it's simple that way. And you eliminate them out of your body. So if your gut health is sluggish, if your poo isn't healthy, isn't regular, isn't going at least once a day, ideally twice a day, you're gonna you're gonna have poorer hormonal ba balance probably. Also, if your gut health is poor and you're not able to absorb certain nutrients, certain minerals, if you're not really able to um, absorb all the goodness that you're eating, because you could be eating really healthy, but you might not be absorbing it. I see this all the time. Most people that come to work with me aren't eating like KFC for every meal of the day and they're not like drowning themselves in like Fanta you know, they already eat quite healthy. Their problem is they're not always absorbing every all the good stuff that they're eating. So it's really important. Elimination is a key part of hormonal balance. The best way that you can, and the easy, well, it's not always easy. It's simple, but not always easy. The simplest way of creating better periods is by supporting and having healthy poo every day. 
two bowel movements a day, healthy, no drama poo, really working on your gut health will massively support your hormonal balance. A, because you'll start absorbing food properly and giving your body, making sure your body's getting all the raw materials for the production of hormones. But almost more importantly is that you'll be able to create more balance because you're eliminating these unneeded hormones um, on a daily, regular basis. There's no sluggishness there. There's no blockages there. That pathway is working really efficiently. Your detox pathways is working really efficiently is another way of saying that. So your hormone health and your gut health are really intrinsically linked. If you want better periods, create better poo. Really, really so, so important. Gut health really is one of the key key things. You could buy fancy supplements to support your hormones but I'm guessing maybe you've tried that and maybe your hormones haven't maybe become that much better. It's probably because you maybe need to improve your gut health. Really, really important. And your liver plays a role in your gut health. It's a really important part of it. And when it comes to hormone balance, a lot of it is doing detox support and supporting your liver so that you can do this elimination and so that your body can find its own balance with hormones. Your hormones aren't here as a curse. They're actually here to serve you. So then your body wants them to be in balance. But often the time, there's just a whole lot of stuff that can get in the way, okay? So when I'm talking about gut health, just know gut health also is going to impact your hormonal balance as well. It's going to impact your periods. It's going to impact the pain that you have in your periods. It's going to impact the heaviness. Because And you might be like, what's that got to do with the heaviness of my periods? Let's take estrogen, for example. Most of the time, now this is um, a generally general stereotyping that I make guesses of before I test with clients, is when clients come to me with heavy, painful periods, it's often because there is an imbalance with their estrogen. Often there's an excess level of estrogen going on or some inflammation or the way that they're metabolizing their estrogen is more inflammatory. And estrogen um, plays a role in how thick your uterine lining becomes, um, estrogen and progesterone, but a lot of what can happen with heavy periods is that because there's not this very efficient elimination of estrogen going on in the latter half of their cycle, it means people are creating very thick, clotted uterine linings too much so that when they have their period, when they bleed, there's a lot of blood coming away because they've almost had, and we test this to find out for sure, but there's elevated estrogen levels happening or there's not that clearance of estrogen happening so that that estrogen is signaling too too much blood essentially to go into that uterine lining which then will lead to heavy periods so if you can balance the elimination of that estrogen if you can create healthy levels of estrogen in the body you want not too much you want not too little healthy levels of estrogen if you're able to support the liver and the gut in really clearing that estrogen eliminating that estrogen you can really see very quick improvements and the heaviness and the pain of your body also, when it comes to painful periods, is that often is to do with the inflammatory prostaglandins that you will naturally create when you're actually on your period, when you're bleeding, because you have that slight contraction of the uterus that's led by this prostaglandin activity that creates the bleeding that sheds that uterine lining. And you can have non really simply put, you can have like non-inflammatory prostaglandin activity, which is probably what I have now because I'll have a period and I'm not in pain and I don't need drugs. But in the past, I would have had different, more inflammatory prostaglandin activity. And a lot of that has to do with um, your progesterone levels, the inflammation in your body, the detox, the, the detox pathways, how well you're clearing things. And what's that got a lot got to do with? It's got to do with your gut. 
So you can see how heavy painful periods, irregular periods, imbalanced periods, PCOS, all of these things really are impacted. Your gut, your gut plays a role in it because it just plays such a huge role in getting the raw materials to make the production of hormones and then also in balancing the hormones by eliminating them, the hormones when we're done. Does that make sense? So this is something that doesn't get talked about online, even in like the cycle syncing kind of chart, your flow vibes doesn't really get talked about, but it's really, really important. And, and now you know, one of the best things you can do for your period, one of the best things you can do for perimenopause, best thing you can do for heading into menopause, best thing you can do for PCOS, one of the best things like, is to work on your gut health, 100%. And if you want help with working on your gut health, remember I have my Beat the Bloat workshop at keziahall.com forward slash beat, which is a free instant access workshop where I share with you my three-part methodology to creating a flatter belly and more pain-free, boring periods. So if you haven't watched that, you can go get instant access. You can watch it one, two, three, four, five times. I also help you make a bespoke plan of action at the end so you know what to do. So make sure you go do that, okay? But here's to you having incredible boring, easy periods, and incredible, boring, easy poo. Have an amazing day, and thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that you tuned into this podcast, and if you like the show, please share it, take a screenshot, send an email, a WhatsApp, a message to a friend. I would love for this free resource to get into the ears of as many people as possible so that more and more women can become as well, as healthy, as vibrant, and as confident as they uniquely can be. And don't forget to sign up to access the Beat the Bloat workshop. This is a really highly valuable, super practical, hour-long workshop that's going to help you to create a flatter belly, more energy, and happy, boring, pain-free periods. So that's at keziahall.com forward slash beat. And I can't wait to see you next week on the show. Lots of love. Bye.